episode of the Betting College Baseball Podcast. I'm Dave Lamb here in California, joined by my co-host, Nick Hathcote, out there in Tennessee. Uh, Good news is we didn't have to stay up too late to be able to get the run lines and the totals when it comes to DraftKings came out with their run lines and totals a little bit earlier in the day. So we wanted to be able to get this out as soon as possible and uh, give the folks out there something to munch on. But we are definitely, definitely on the precipice of the start of college baseball because uh, we're doing this right now. So how you how you been? Great, great. Super excited. As of right now, we are 12 hours, it looks like, away from the kickoff of college baseball season. So this, guy, this guy has a countdown. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like we're launching uh we're launching missiles here. But you know, if we start pounding the books, maybe it maybe it will be uh like launching missiles. So uh let's let's just jump right into it. Let's let's kind of break down, not necessarily get into the games here uh, you know, too too far in deppth, but let's take a look at a, a at a few interesting matchups out there. Let's go out to and let's start with in Georgia out at uh, Athens, University of Georgia. Uh, what what are you thinking about their matchup? Who who's Georgia playing? Yeah, UNC hosting. Asheville. Yeah, UNC yeah. Asheville at home. So what's 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 your what's your kind of take on that one? That's kind of a, an, an interesting one. Obviously, coming down to Georgia, where it's going to have probably a little bit a little bit of better weather. Obviously, this early in the season, but. Uh, what do you got? What do you got with the Georgia uh, UNC Asheville game? Yeah, this is one of my leans. Um, so I haven't played it yet. It's right now at minus three and a half um, on DraftKings. So this is one of my leans. I'm kind of waiting to see. They haven't, and at least from what I've seen, they haven't announced a starting pitcher yet. Um, so I'm kind of waiting to see what they're going to do there. Um, but I do favor them to win, especially with kind of West Johnson, like. That intro game, first game under, or if you get his first game under the belt at Georgia, expect him to come out, come out hot. So speaking of announcing of pitchers, we'd encourage people to check in with Friday Starters, the website Friday Starters. Uh, whenever somebody gets announced, they usually update that pretty quickly. So we definitely want to be able to encourage the people to go over there and take a look at the Friday Starters. But right now, as of recording this, we're showing that Georgia – is a minus three and a half and i'm showing on DraftKings that it's at a negative 140 juice so uh earlier it was juiced down to about negative 115 but it looks like you know before that line moves again they've adjusted the juice up to about a negative 140 so uh, with that kind of juice 115 is still available on espn bet so if you do want to bet this so if you do want to bet that one um definitely get it there and don't waste your money making the same exact bet for basically 25 more cents on DraftKings. Right. And and this is a good opportunity for us to encourage people to, to odd shop, use an odds comparison tool out there uh, to be able to see who's got what and, uh, you know, just go out there and, and, and find the best number you can, especially if you've got multiple sports books available to you. So that's kind of a lean there. Uh, what else? Let's see. We've got, let's go out to, to Tucson, Arizona where the Wildcats are going to be hosting Northeastern. I'm showing a plus one and a half for Northeastern at a negative 135. What's what's your what's your idea about that one? Yeah, so my second lean is the Northeastern side. 
at plus one and a half. Only thing holding me back right now is I don't like that number juice to minus 135. As we've kind of discussed before, my one unit range is only up to minus 130. Uh, so I will say if this drops below, if this gets to 130 or below, um, you guys will see me put an action app and play it right away. Uh, so I'll be keeping, that's definitely one I'll be keeping my eye on. Um, I think they can win this outright. Um, so get to get this at plus one and a half and what I think is going to be a, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Uh, makes sense to me. Well, speaking of low scoring games, let's, let's head out to Louisiana Lafayette where you're predicting that it's probably not going to be that much of a low scoring game. We're showing that, uh, the, the total is at 13 and a half and the over is juiced to a negative 105. So tell me tell me why you potentially lean but have not fired on Wright State, Louisiana, Lafayette, over 13 and a half. Yeah, this is one I'm waiting to check in the weather in the morning. Um, as long as it's like decent weather down there in Lafayette, I will be playing this, this over 13 and a half. Wright State, if you guys are baseball fans, you know they're very offensive. Same with Lafayette. Uh, neither team is really known for their pitching. Um, so get this over at 13 and a half in a hitter-friendly ballpark on a Friday is one that they might jump on. So what are you looking for out of the weather? Are you just looking for it to be bright and sunny? I don't know if Lafayette this time of year is 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 bright and sunny, but what 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 are you looking for on a weather report for you to be able to 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 launch on this one? First and foremost, I always look at wind and then stadium direction. Um, kind of that's sort of the main thing, especially like in college and baseball. Uh, I think it's way more important than like obviously football or anything like that. So wind direction and which direction the field is facing um, is kind of the most important one. And yeah, if it's going to be sunny in Lafayette, the ball should carry. That'll definitely help too. So let's head down to Houston, Sam Houston, playing and hosting Oklahoma State. The total there is 13 and a half. So what are you looking for out of that one on the total of 13 and a half? This is another one, two very offensive teams against two pitchers that absolutely struggled last year. Um, Sam Houston is starting Colin Atkinson, who had a 4-8 last year. That doesn't bode well when you're facing Oklahoma State team with the power that they have. And then – Oklahoma State kind of surprised people, and they're starting a transfer from High Point in Sam Garcia that even at High Point last year went 1-8 with a 7.57 ERA. So he's starting for them, which was kind of a little surprising. Uh, I'm not sure if there's a injury or something because they ha- right now Sunday is to be announced. Um, but they are throwing holiday tomorrow. Um, so with those two pitchers going – Sam Houston State had a lot of people, they were kind of under the radar and had the 10th best offense in the country last year. Um, they only returned four of those guys, but this should still be a team that's going to put up runs. And with those two arms that are going, I can see both these teams. All we need is basically eight to six in this covers, and I can see that getting there. With that said, and the question marks surrounding the pitching, what uh, what has kept you away from launching on this one? Same thing. Weather reports aren't out yet. Um, I usually wait. There's a certain website that I will use um, to kind of check those. And usually don't come out, at least with wind stuff, until like there's expected numbers. Uh, But I kind of like to get them closer to game time so that they're a little bit more accurate. Okay. 
So why don't we go to a few of the games that you've already gotten down on before the, the line could potentially move. So let's go to, let's go to Austin, Texas. Let's talk about the Longhorns. A lot of people are talking that they should potentially get back to Omaha and this is potentially a, a, a good Omaha run team for them. Um, what's, what's your, what's your take on, on the Texas game and you're looking at the run line on this one. Yes, yeah, so I already bet Texas minus two and a half. Uh, I got them at plus 125 on DraftKings. So this is a 0.75 unit play. Um, LeBaron Johnson's on the hill for Texas against the Arizona transfer, um, Josh Randall. San Diego was about 500 last year, but only one in 10 against quad one RPI teams. They should be improved this year, but I also think Texas has a lot to prove. And... Uh, to be honest, I don't know how many runs LeBaron Johnson gives up. So this was kind of, I feel like, a steal to get them at two and a half, especially at plus money. And out there at the dish, you definitely know that they want to put on an offensive performance and and, and have the Longhorn faithful go away happy, especially on opening night. So let's head over to UNC Charlotte. They're hosting Virginia Tech. Talk about another potential offensive type game. Right now, the total is sitting at 12 flat. And the over is juiced to a negative 115. That one actually starts at 4 Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Kind of going out, out, out of order, but we'll, we'll, we'll jump back there. Uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, UNC Charlotte and Virginia Tech potentially going over the twelve. Yeah, this is one I've already played over the 12, and I'm not waiting on the weather report on. Um, hopefully it doesn't come back to bite me. Uh, but from what I glanced at, we should be okay. should be a pretty calm day um, in Charlotte. So my thing here is both teams return a ton on the offensive end. Um, this is a hitter-friendly ballpark against two very unproven pitching staffs. Um, they also played three times last year in Blacksburg, which isn't as great of a hitting park. And the totals in those three games were 24, 9, and 16. So I will take this at 12. I went ahead and played it before I got the weather report because this is one I do think moves to 12 and a half or 13 and a half by game time. Smart play there. So how many units uh, at, at, at the 115 that's probably at that standard one unit play for you? Yeah, that's one unit. Okay. And I was going a little bit out of order here because the the, the Texas game is later on. So let's go to the earliest game out there and let's go out to the Sanderson Ford College Baseball Classic. This one is at 2 Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. This is in Surprise, Arizona, one of those neutral site tournaments that usually go off this time of year just because of the weather, especially for teams that are, are out of the area and are in poor weather. But you're, you've targeted Oregon State at a minus three and a half and a plus 100 juice. You got that one on ESPN bet, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah. So that's been, at least from what's come out, um, DraftKings and ESPN bet have been the two that have the most run lines, totals, and money line like playable games. So tell us why you fired on Oregon State minus three and a half at the plus 100. Yeah. Oregon State on a Friday night plus three and a half or plus 100. Um, even though it is three and a half and they haven't announced whether it's Matt's Hunter or if the transfer Aiden May is going to throw yet, but I don't know if it matters. 
Um, this offense should absolutely explode against this New Mexico pitching staff. Um, just kind of some stat like New Mexico last year had an ER team ERA of 5.95, and their batting average against was over 300. So when you put this lineup that's full of all Americans and future draft picks with Oregon State, I think they end up putting up a ton of runs against New Mexico. I stayed away from the total here um, because I don't know if, like I said, I don't know who's pitching for Oregon State, but I also don't know how much New Mexico will store will score. Even though they had a decent offense last year, they lost a lot. So I feel like the safest play here is this Oregon State minus three and a half at plus one hundred. And, and since this game isn't in Albuquerque, where New Mexico played half of their games last year and had such a high inflated ERA playing at altitude in Albuquerque. It's kind of like playing baseball with a golf ball. That thing just flies out of there. And especially because uh, being in the mountain West conference, they play at a lot of altitude. So I can definitely mm -hmm. see why they, why they potentially had that high of an ERA last year, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it does out there in surprise Arizona for that uh, Sanderson Ford college baseball classic. Uh, so then the next one that we've got for you is uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas, Arkansas Razorbacks. Everybody loves them. Uh, I picked them. Ben picked them as one of our college base, our college world series winners. And it looks like you like them a lot uh, and Fayetteville to open up at a three and a half run line, minus three and a half at a minus one thirty. Let us know why you went on that one as early as you did. Yeah, this is one I, that minus 130 is not great. I get that. So I would also, if it does end up moving to minus four and a half, I'd still play it. Um, just Hagen Smith at home, he's going to want to come out and make a statement. I think we've discussed this in past pods. Probably the best pitcher in the country um, being at home. This just makes a lot of sense for me with a, to see a blowout incoming. Um, James Madison, not bad, but 12 and 15 on the road. And now they open up their season at one of the nation's toughest places to play. Like that place is going to be rocking even on February 16th. It's going to be full. I just don't think that's going to be a friendly place to play tomorrow. I I, I pity the James Madison. Are they one of the ones that have changed their names because it was potentially offensive? Yeah, are they the Dukes? Oh, I yeah. I, I, think hate to, the Dukes. I hate to get this wrong, but I don't know if they were something else, but I do think they're the Dukes now. Yeah, uh, a lot of the ones that were the colonialists or whatever it is have changed their name because that's been deemed offensive now. So, uh, well, our apologies, JMU. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it's not too much much of a bloodbath, but we hope that definitely Arkansas covers that three and a half. Uh, so let's move to what what is your most favorite bet of the day, and make sure you know we encourage people again. Make sure that you're odd shopping. Make sure that if you've got other other sports books available to you that you're shopping around to try to find that best number, whether it be the line is different or the juice that you're paying on those on those bets is going to be the most in your favor. But let's head to the middle of the country. Let's go to Dallas for the Dallas Baptist matchup. What do you got there? Yeah, like, like you mentioned, this is my favorite bet of the day. Uh, Dallas Baptist minus two and a half. Um, another one that's up minus 130. I think you mentioned it might be three and a half on DraftKings now. I believe this is one I got on ESPN. Um, this is one where SEMO did not be a team in the top 80 all last year. 
They finished by losing 11 straight games. So kind of tough there. Now they have to go face Ryan Johnson to open the season at Dallas Baptist against an offense that is absolutely loaded. So to get this number at minus two and a half, and Dallas Baptist only has to win by three, just feels like that line is probably at least two to three runs off to me. Yeah, I'm showing on DraftKings right now uh, better juice, but obviously you're giving up more than a run here. Uh, it's it's showing minus three and a half at a plus 105. So is that still something that you would play with the better juice? Absolutely. Because... Yeah, very, very. All right, there you have it. So Dallas Baptist against Southeast Missouri State at negative three and a half plus 105 juice or even juiced up at a negative two, two and a half. Uh, that is going to be the best bet heading into Friday night of the opening weekend of college baseball in 2024. Uh, anything else you want to add before we let the people uh, fire up those apps and 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 get to the window and, and, and lay down some bets to open up the season? Yeah, so if you guys didn't hear our podcast from Tuesday, um, also put in some money line parlays and as well as a couple of just straight money line picks. Um, so those will be available tonight. Um, so I'm going to put everything, all my plays in the action app tonight, um, basically as soon as we're done recording here. So you could see those. I believe I had six of those plays the other night. So right now we have a total of 11 um, going into tomorrow. Definitely looking forward to it. That's before my leans, should say that. Um, so if you are following on the Action Network, like we've mentioned, as soon as I put a play in, so if on one of those leans tomorrow, as soon as I check the weather, see something I like, as soon as I put in the app, um, you will get alerted. And basically you can go hit the books right at that moment um, and should be able to see all my plays from the weekend, or at least for Friday, I should say. And let the people know um... – how to find you on the action app. Yeah, it is in half coat. So H A T H C O A T four one three. And for those, this is another hard sell for people to follow Nick on the action app. Unfortunately, college basketball, or I'm sorry, college baseball isn't like college basketball or football or any of the other major sports where they've already listed out the lines and got a consensus across multiple books. Unfortunately, college baseball is still, still in that infancy stage when it comes to college wagering. You have to add games and parlays manually. So go ahead and follow Nick because he's going to be doing all the heavy lifting of manually having to add in these teams and things of that nature to be able to track those bets. Whereas once he's put it in there, all you have to do is just hit the plus sign and it's going to add it to your profile and then you can track it along with it uh, and you can obviously go in if you get a different number you can go in and you can edit it whether you get a different juice or a different run line over under whatever happens to be but he's going to be doing he's going to have some calluses on his thumbs or whatever it is and putting that stuff into his phone so uh let him do a lot of the heavy lifting and a lot of the hard work and all you have to do is you just have to hit that plus button and tail it and it'll automatically put it into your app as well so thanks so much, Nick. Uh, super excited that we're what, 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 what's our countdown again? We're 12 hours or so. Now we're about 11 hours and 20 minutes. 11 hours and 20 minutes from uh, time that we're recording. Obviously it's going to be even shorter once you get an opportunity to be able to listen to this. So for my co-host, Nick Hathcote, my name's Dave Lamb. 
Thank you very much for listening. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to like. Make sure to share this with friends and family and whomever else that uh, is interested in college baseball betting. But uh, we're here. We're on top of it. And the college baseball season is in less than 12 hours. So thanks so much for listening. And until next time. <laughs>